Welcome to the Law Firm Accounting and Tax Podcast, powered by Jetro. Each week, we bring extremely valuable accounting and tax tips specific to law firm owners. You will be on your way to growing your practice and putting more money in your pockets. Here's your host. Hello and welcome back. I'm your host, Mike Jezoshek, and I'm a CPA and founder over at Jetro, which is an innovative accounting firm servicing law firm owners across the country. Now, today we have a special episode on. I have Karen and Judy from eCourt Reporters. And, you know, most of the times on our podcast, the goal is to provide tax accounting tips um, for, for law firms, but also kind of help you in growing your business. And this is one area that after having a conversation with them, I wanted to be sure that our audience knew of kind of this service level that they had out there. Um, so that's why we're, we're kind of keying it up at the beginning of the year here. We had some listeners ask about this and, uh, you know, it was just a great opportunity to, as we're starting out a new year, looking at just ch- changing some things on the way that we operate here in 2020, uh, this was a great opportunity to bring uh, both Karen and Judy on. So Karen, Judy, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. So just to kind of get started, we're just going to kind of lay down some, some initial framework, but um, let's start with this question. You know, what are some of the different aspects of the court reporting field today? Sure. So the common misconception is that court reporters only work in the courthouse. And in fact, that is a big, uh, obviously, role of the court reporter, but there's many others. The common ones that come to mind or the other ones that come to mind would be a CART provider, which CART stands for Communication Access Real-Time Translation. And essentially what that is, is for the hearing impaired. So if you have, I'll use the example of a student in a lecture hall that is hearing impaired, a court reporter will actually sit next to that student and type out in real time exactly what the lecture is being said and that uh, your hearing impaired student can then read the lecture on the screen so that they are up to date on everything that's going on in the class. Uh, Another one is captioners, which provide your live feed underneath your news screen uh, for TV live news feeds. Also Mm -hmm. for sporting events and the jumbotron, when you see the writing at the bottom of the play-by-play, that is actually a live court reporter typing that in. And then there is the deposition reporter, which our uh, system kind of focuses a little heavier on deposition court reporter, which provides deposition services for law firms or actually at law firms in conference rooms, maybe even at a doctor's office. Um, Those are pre-trial deposition type proceedings that court reporters provide services for. And that's actually, again, where our system focuses heavily on. While our system covers all aspects, we do heavy go on to the deposition side uh, for helping with connecting those attorneys to those deposition court reporters. Okay. Yeah. And that makes sense. And so when we're talking about your guys' business, which is e-court reporters, kind of what is e-court reporters? What, what do you, what's your main function? What are you guys doing in there? And what was sort of your inspiration to initially start e-court reporters? So e-court reporters is um, an online scheduling system or marketplace that connects the court reporters and legal videographers to law firms um, and government entities and other schedulers across all 50 states. It's a live search capability in order to find those court reporters and connect them direct. Uh, Karen, inspiration for eCourt Reporters, I'll let you tell, she can tell you about that. So actually what started eCourt Reporters is a rather strange story, non-related at all to court reporting. I was having lunch with my brother 
and he had just taken a trip to San Diego, and my brother is technologically challenged. <laughs> <laughs> and we were having lunch, and he was telling me all about how he had used Uber in San Diego on his phone, and he was just all proud of how quickly and how he was able to access a car and ride back and forth from the airport to his family's location. And, and I just had a light bulb moment of, you know, wouldn't it be great to be able to find court reporters that fast. I actually currently own a small court reporting agency uh, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I struggle, I've seen firsthand the struggles, the difficulties, the frustrations of finding good quality certified court reporters just about anywhere. And so I had a light bulb moment when my brother was bragging about his ability to get an Uber and I just kind of thought, you know, we should be able to find court reporters that it would be great to find them that easy. And so that was kind of the inspiration. That's where it started. And then we began, uh, we began digging in and Judy came on board not long after. Um, I presented the idea to her and uh, well, Judy, I'll let you explain how, what your thoughts were when I came to you with this. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you that um, I've known Karen for about 20 years and we both ride our own Harleys. So I knew she was a strong woman, um, independent. And when she told me about her idea, I thought, I'm all in on that. So um, that's how we got together and partnered up um, and, and worked on this idea and have gone through its iterations. Oh, that's awesome. And I, I really like kind of the comparison that you give to Uber because, um, you know, for anyone that can, it's crazy now, can remember actually having the only transportation um, that you had was a taxi. Um, people knew how frustrating taxis were. And once Ubers came around, I feel like it's just, it's literally changed the way people travel. Um, I can't imagine visiting another city without having Uber because of kind of the hassle. And when you're in New York, it's a different story. But if you're in a town like Milwaukee, getting a taxi is not something that's very easy. Um, it's exactly. all ahead. <laughs> and when it's busy, there's no chance of getting one or they take an hour. And it's really just changed the way people travel so much. And I think that that's a really good comparison that you guys had in, 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 in thought of starting this area because that transformation is, is really things are happening in all different industries and in different ways it's happening. And so I think it's key to, to notice that, you know, this could be a kind of a life changing thing or a very, a way, something that has been a real pain point in your business, how easy now it can be. And five years from now, you're going to look back and be like, why did I ever do anything the other way? Exactly. Well, right. That's exactly right, Mike. And our system is unique. We are industry first technology. We're excited to bring it to the legal industry. Um, there's nothing like, like it out there. I mean, what we have created is definitely an efficient way for attorneys, paralegals, other schedulers to find court reporters. It's cost efficient. It saves headaches. I mean, it's a win-win on so many levels on both sides. We are a two-sided marketplace for attorneys to find court reporters. So not only are we helping attorneys and law firms save on costs and find the right court reporter for the right proceeding, but we are also providing a free service for court reporters to list their services. So they don't have to pay for advertising. Court reporters and legal videographers both can come on our site, list their services, be found direct by these law firms and paralegals. And so it's again, a win-win on both sides. And it is changing how the scheduling system has gone in the past for finding a court reporter. 
Yeah, no, I, I definitely just want to commend you guys for, for, for bringing this idea because it's, it's changes like this can, that can really change the way people do business. And we see it in our, in our field as well. Um, but just having that technology and new, new way of doing things can just make everything so much more smoother. So I, I think that's awesome what you guys are doing. And now we kind of talked about a little bit of this, but what type of schedulers are using the site and, you know, what are kind of your main focuses and then what are some that, you know, you didn't really think we we're going to be using the site or it wasn't initially designed for them, but you are seeing them. Well, our, our main schedulers are the law offices, which could be the attorney themselves. Um, if you're in a small firm, sometimes they'll do that scheduling themselves. Otherwise they're paralegals or their legal assistants in the law firms um, mm -hmm. make that scheduling. We also have government entities that will do, you know, board hearings, um, those types of things. And mm -hmm. also have um, court reporting firms and agencies that will use us for overflow. They have their own employees, but there is um, such a need for court reporters that they will um, book all their available court reporters and look for more. And they have come to our system to use it. Uh, originally, it was strictly gonna be law firms that we were gonna provide the system for. And the court reporting agencies came to us and said, can we get in on your system? Um, so we pivoted and we allowed them to enter. Um, our system and they use it also. So really anyone that can use a court reporter pretty much can go in and search on our system. Got it. Yeah, that makes sense. And so for those schedulers, um, is there a fee that when they are scheduling that, is there a fee on their side to use the system? There is not. On the scheduler side, actually on both sides, as far as registering and using our site, it is a free system. So there is no sign-up fee. There is no subscription fees. So on the scheduler side, uh, it literally is uh, putting in the information, the law firm information, location, contact information. Uh, it should be noted that all sides or both sides are vetted. In other words, we don't just let anybody on the site. Every, everyone that applies does get vetted. So on the law firm side, they would put in their contact information, their law firm information, uh, that system or that information would go through a vetting process. And then once they are approved, they get an automated automated email that says they're approved to use a system and can begin searching. And the same thing on the court reporter side, it's a little bit more of a vetting process because we have to ver verify um, their certifications. We are covering 50 states, so we do need, you know, there's a little bit involved there. But on the court reporter legal videographer side, same goes. They sign up, it is free, it, no subscription fee, no sign up fee. And then once they're vetted and approved, they too now can go in and list their services free and be found by those or by those schedulers. And so, you know, with that being said, what are, as far as that vetting process, you know, how long does that normally take for both a court reporter as well as a scheduler? So on this court reporter side, it's a little bit lengthy and it, it can be quick if they have, different states have different requirements, different states have different certifications. So if they provide us with a copy of their certified, uh, some states will have a number, say a certified shorthand court reporter number. And if they provide us with the current licensing that they have, we can vet them rather quickly because we can verify if that licensure is in fact current and up to date and valid. Uh, if they don't have licensing, and there are some that some states that don't require licensing, that takes a little bit longer. Sometimes maybe we will request a sample transcript from that reporter. Uh, there's different vetting processes that we go through, uh, references from other attorneys, other schedulers. Again, it's just a little bit of a process. So depending, the quick answer is it can take 
a matter of minutes. And if we need to do a little bit more research, it may take a day or two to go through the vetting process. On the scheduler side, it's usually quicker because there isn't uh, always, they do have, attorneys do have, again, license numbers, but we're more looking for on the attorney side, a valid website. Uh, you know, if we need a phone, if we need to make that phone contact to make sure that they are in fact a law office, just on protection side for the court reporter, obviously we don't want them being sent out just anywhere. We want them to be sent out to a legitimate legal proceeding. So it, it usually goes quicker on the law firm side or on the scheduler side, but again, just a little bit of a vetting process. It may be a phone call. It's, it's a couple of different website checks. Um, there's various different things that we go through, even is social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. I mean, all those play a part in the vetting process on both sides. No, that's awesome. I think that that's, you know, that provides assurance that for both the law firm and the, and the uh, court reporter that they do have that checkpoint in there so that there, right. you know, there is some type of um, management being done. And so, you know, I, I can see how if, if you don't have any vetting process, things could potentially get out of hand because you have right. all sorts <laughs> of different people applying to it and they might not be relevant. Exactly. Right. Exactly. We also do have government entities that uh, are also schedulers on our site. So We'll have uh, medical boards, um, workers' compensation hearings, those kind of things are also a huge service that we provide. And, and those also, same process, we'll go through a vetting system. Yeah. That's awesome. So, you know, with everything being free to sign up for, for, on both sides, you know, how does, how do, how does e-court reporters charge fees or where do you guys get um, your, your ability to provide a service like this? Well, even though the book and search um, registration, those types of things are free, where the RFP comes in is on the court reporter's end or the legal videographer's end as a service provider. When the job is done, they submit a job sheet and it shows the exact totals of the prices that were seen before um, booking by the attorney or whoever booked them. Uh, the total of that job, we take a small percentage from the court reporter or the videographer. Okay. Law firm, whatever, would pay for exactly what they ordered. Um, and building on that a little bit, before they book, the schedulers can see the years of experience, the certifications, the upfront pricing, the five-star ratings that they have. And that's really important. The upfront pricing is really important because a lot of companies, they don't see that first. And then they're surprised with an invoice after. This they see upfront before they book and they agree upon that at the time of booking. So when that price is not changed once they are submitted that um, invoice. So the, in summary, <laughs> the, the revenue comes from the court reporter or the legal videographer and the attorney pays strictly for whatever the order. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And you know, I, I think you know, a good point, a good way to look at that is that because they're utilizing a service, and this is very similar to Uber and, and many other, other companies out there like that, but instead of having to pay advertising costs, it's essentially saying, okay, I'm going to use eCourt reporters as my advertising arm per se. And there's going to be that, that small fee that's in, involved in that to get my name out there in front of them in a way that I wouldn't be able to do myself. That's right. Yeah, and the benefit there obviously is that you won't get charged anything unless you're given a job. So, mm -hmm. you know, you're, there's no fear of, oh, you know, you get free 30 days or you get free six months trial. There is no, it literally is a free advertising service where 
you, there's nothing to lose. You have nothing taken out of anything until and unless you've been booked for an actual job and, and already made some money. So again, another benefit, another big, we are the only ones that do that. So it's, it's, it's a pretty, it's pretty unique and pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, I, I just love that, that type of model of, um, yeah. of, of kind of doing things that way. So um, when, when you're, when you're a scheduler kind of looking to, to find a court reporter, what are some of the features that they see? I know you mentioned like years of experience, but what are they seeing when they're searching for a specific type of court reporter um, that, that, that they can utilize to make sure that's the person that they want or, or that's the person that they don't want? Sure. So I'll use an example of, let's say in a Milwaukee attorney that is going to be traveling to California for a deposition. And the first thing he's going to do is enter in the date, time, location of the services that he needs. And now he can draw down by the service provider and there will be things on there such as medically skilled, real-time reporter. Um, those two are two big ones. So if the, that attorney is deposing a doctor in California, he wants to know, or he or she wants to know that the reporter that he schedules or books has the skill necessary in the medical industry to provide a good service. So. Um, as a court reporter, you would sign up, and if you are not good at medically depositions or you're not proficient, you would not have that on your profile. So those that are more experienced in that type of proceeding, that's where that, it, it, it immediately draws down to the court reporters that best suit the proceeding that the attorney is looking for. Um, it may be videotaped, it may be, again, an expert witness, um, that attorney will also see instantly their years of experience. So again, if they know that this is a tough case and they know that uh, they're gonna need somebody that's had been in the business for a while, they can choose. And maybe they take the 10 year experience reporter or maybe they choose that, you know, this is a really small little case that I just need some representation and that two year reporter that just got out of college is gonna be perfect fit and maybe her prices are a little bit less. So again, another little feature, they can see those prices up front. There's also a five-star rating. So when the attorney travels to California, he's looking at, okay, my peers have used this reporter in the past and she's rated five stars. And now here's another reporter that's maybe rated three stars. You know, there's so many options on how they can book the needed service provider by um, which one, you know, or which service they provide or which unique services they provide. On that same vein, if that same Milwaukee attorney is looking, let's say locally, let's say they're just looking for somebody locally to cover a deposition. They can use that same criteria, but they also, another unique feature that we have is a search by name feature. So mm -hmm. if that attorney is used to working with a local court reporter now, they can search by name, put that court reporter's name uh, in the database, the way that court reporter is addressed or how the, you know, by their full legal name. And that court reporter it is now not put in, uh, what do I want to put, a pool of choices, but rather here's the court reporter that I want to work with. Here is that court reporter and they can select. So um, many different options, years of experience, five-star rating, upfront prices, which is huge. Uh, again, like that search by name feature, those are all aspects and specific services, which would go back to that medically proficient, uh, real-time reporters that attorneys are looking for. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And, you know, you mentioned the pricing 
changing depending on, you know, various different factors. Do you kind of have preset pricing for, you know, various experience that someone has, whether it's years or other types of certain specific types of cases, or does the service provider come in and say, here's what my charge is. And that's, that's what it is. And it's more the, the latter. So the service provider puts in their prices and it's really based on market. So just the two examples that I gave of Milwaukee to California, there's a huge market difference. So um, it is based on market, it's market driven. Um, generally speaking, as with any professional industry, the more experience you have, the probably the better chance that you can charge a little more. Um, it really is though market driven by the location, by the area, by the population size, by the demand. So yeah. And do the, do the service do the service providers get insights onto kind of based on uh, their, their specific market, what a recommended price would be based on their experience? Or is that just something that they can choose and pick um, solely based on, you know, what they want to charge? Yeah, it's more based on what they, I mean, what they, I don't want, what they want to charge is it's, it is their market rate. So it literally, they would know the difference in from Milwaukee to California. I, I can tell you that California is more expensive than Milwaukee. I know that just from being in the business and most anybody that's, again, in your area, you know what your market bears, what you can carry. There is a nice network of court reporters, say for a newer court reporter that's just unsure of how to charge, certainly can reach out to uh, that network. We don't recommend charges. We try to stay completely out of that. In other words, we don't tell them, well, you should charge this or you should charge that. We stay out of that, but we will recommend them over to a network that says, you know, if you want to ask some of your peers in, in the profession, you certainly can use some guidance along those lines. But mm -hmm. it is market driven by location and by population and by your years of experience. Okay. Now, it's sort of just kind of uh, pulling it all together. Um, when you're talking about benefits, you know, we talked about a lot of these, but just as a more of a summary piece, you know, what are some of the main benefits attorneys, paralegals, government entities, you know, those schedulers can receive by utilizing your system? Well, communication is a big one. Um, there's a direct communication link with the court reporter. There's gaps in um, some of the other methods of booking court reporters that they may have to go through three or four layers to connect with that court reporter. Ours is a direct communication through our portal. That's number one. One of the, the, the probably the other top item is upfront pricing. There's very few systems that see those prices before they book them. That's huge with the, with the law firms. We mm -hmm. have years of experience, again, like we talked about. The certifications, if you need someone specific, like for real time, there's, you know, that's a more of a, a specialized type thing. You can see those certifications. And the five-star rating, um, the five-star rating is by peers. So other lawyers have rated these reporters. And that, those are the biggest, I think, of, of our system for them. Mm -hmm. And now if you were a court reporting firm or an agency that was using your system, what would be the benefit, you know, for, for them specifically? Sure. So I actually still own a small firm here in Milwaukee. And the biggest benefits for me is the less headache that I used to deal with <laughs> once <laughs> girls were booked. Uh, the, the next thing that happens is, if, so if my reporters are all booked, the next thing that happens, I start reaching out to the freelance world. And what I start with is emails. Then it goes to text messages, then it goes to phone calls. Now I have to wait for those responses from those emails, from those phone calls, from those text messages. And now I have to say, you know, maybe I find somebody that's available 
for whatever day I'm looking for, but now I find out that they are not medically proficient. So now I go back to my emails. Now I go back to my text messages. All of that is eliminated from a firm owner's perspective, from just really any scheduler coming at it uh, to book a court reporter. It is literally what used to take me a half hour, half hour to fit, to make all the necessary contacts, but then waiting for the responses. I can do that in less than two minutes now. In less than two minutes, I can enter in the information, date, time, location, services needed, boom. Whoever is available shows up, click, select, and I'm off and running. So it's just such a huge time saver. It's, it's a headache saver. I'm no longer up until 10, 11 at night trying to find coverage. It's just, yeah. It, again, that kind of goes back to that inspiration. It's when my brother was talking about, you know, finding a, look at, I can just click, 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 and here's my ride. Well, now, click, 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 and literally you can find a court reporter, certified, qualified, vetted uh, in a matter of minutes. And it's, it's just been, it's, and wonderful. <laughs> and I, I could add to that, our system is live search capabilities. These court reporters and videographers have already updated their calendars, so it's a live availability. When you're looking for those specific needs, it is a live search. Uh, that's awesome. And so we've also kind of talked about this piece, you know, specifically the marketing side of it, but the service providers, kind of what is their main benefit or, or a, a good portion of their benefits from utilizing kind of your system as well? So again, uh, the upfront pricing, one of the things that's happened in our industry is when I talked a minute before about a firm owner searching out court reporting services, each contact that I make to try to find a court reporter, each contact wants then a piece of the pie. By the connect scheduling that we have provided, when I contact a court reporter, she or he is getting paid the market rates on her profile, his or her profile, so there's no other piece of the pie being taken out. So a bigger portion of their pay stays, again, we have a small fee at the end of the, trans, a transactional fee at the end that we retain to maintain the website, but overall their market rate is their market rate and that's, they pay up to 95% of what is listed on their profile. So that's a big benefit to the court reporter. And it's also follows everything that we've talked about today also follows through for the legal videographers. Our service is a full provider also for the legal our legal videographer service. Um, so the other big benefit is their calendar. They no longer have to, as a court reporter, you know, get five or six different people coming at you from one uh, email perspective for the same job. In other words, as a firm owner, I may reach out to five different people and say, hey, can you cover Friday at two o'clock? Those five other people that have I reached out to have now spiderwebbed out and they're trying to find coverage for me. So now they've reached out to five other people. At the end of the day, a court reporter may receive five, 10, 15 emails and it's all on the same job. Mm -hmm. Now with our system, as long as their calendar is available, I can go on, see, you know, pick who's available. There's no more that um, I'll call it mass email type um, spreading of uh, information so that court reporter can be on a job in, in a deposition and receive a job without missing it. Because again, going back to that email system we were talking about a minute ago, by the time that court reporter gets off the record and gets back to her emails, the job that's been offered may have been already passed on, may have already been filled. With our system, she can, she or he would be able to accept that job or it would show up as available on her calendar immediately, even though she's 
on another assignment. She or he is already busy, they're already typing, but it doesn't matter. Their assignment comes through on their portal based on their live calendar availability. So again, time savers, efficiencies, um, it ensures that court reporters don't miss out on a job. It ensures that on the scheduler side that they have coverage. So yeah. Both sides. I think that's great. I mean, you know, what we've talked about today and, and the service you guys are offering, I still always think back to that Uber thing and, and how <laughs> yeah. big of an impact that's made on my life. Just have just being able to simply get a vehicle or get a ride somewhere when I need it. Um, so that was, this has been great. And I really appreciate you guys for coming on and showing, you know, just explain a little bit about this entire part of the industry. Uh, you know, if, if lawyers or, or listeners are interested in learning more about you guys and maybe signing up, where can they find you guys online? Sure. So it's ecourtreporters.com, ecourtreporters with an S.com. We are found on LinkedIn. We are found on Facebook. We're very excited to announce that we've just integrated with Clio or we actually int integrated with Clio last fall. That is exposure for court reporters and legal videographers to over 160,000 law firms. It wow. also makes it easy for law firms to find us. We are on the Clio site. So you anybody that, that's a law firm that has the Clio management software, we can be found there as well. Um, LinkedIn, Twitter, what did I say? Facebook, did I miss any? We have a blog. Yes, uh, you also can call us 262-210-3915 or you can email us at info at ecourtreporters.com. Awesome. Well, that's been great. Karen and Judy, I really appreciate you guys coming on. And, uh, you know, I think that this, this is just going to be extremely helpful for, for all aspects of our listeners. And, you know, of course, if there's any, if listeners, if you guys have any additional questions or want to dive deeper, feel free to reach out to them. But if it's more of a overall overarching idea, let me know. We might be able to bring them back on and kind of deep dive into a certain topic that you want more information on. But I think this was great as an initial kind of introduction to this piece. So Karen and Judy, thanks for taking the time today and coming on. Thanks, Mike. We Thank appreciate too, the time. Mike. Now, one last thing before I go. We created a Facebook group called Building a Successful Law Firm to take what you learn here and dive even deeper. This Facebook group is a place where we share tons of value for free. And you also have the opportunity to bring up situations you are faced with and collaborate not only with our team, but with other firm owners as well. Simply go to Facebook and search for the Building a Successful Law Firm group. Again, it's Building a Successful Law Firm group. I'll see you in there. This has been another episode of the Law Firm Accounting and Tax Podcast from the team at Jetro. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on and share with other law firm owners. If you have any questions or future topics you want to hear, email them to tax at jetrotax.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.